And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Happy hour this Saturday night, the 27th of February, 2020. Only one more day in the month. Whoa, Ben, you know what? It seems like uh, February was a short month. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be here all week. That's sad. That is sad because I would rather be somewhere else, somewhere warm. Somewhere like Texas, where Rufus is, where it's nice and probably like 80 fucking degrees right now. It was 72 today, but tomorrow the high is like 50-something. But at least the ice and muck is over. Is it? I mean, is it all drained away and everything's all dry and back to normal now? Any flooding going on that we should know about, Rufus? No, no. I was supposed to camp this weekend. I rescheduled oh, because it was right. supposed to rain. But, of course, it didn't fucking rain, and it was a beautiful weekend. But secretly, were you... Happy that you didn't have to camp this weekend, or are you upset because now you've just put it off to camping next weekend? I don't think you understand how much I actually enjoy camping. <laughs> are you going by yourself? Okay, well, that's a different story. Uh, no, okay. I'm not. So let's go ahead and say, once again, Double Z was correct, sir. Yes, yes. in a sense. So would you rather be camping with your family or at home with your family? Jesus, God. Uh, I guess at home. I mean, if I've got to be stuck with them. <laughs> if you're not stuck entertaining them? Right. right. You know, yeah. here's, everything is par for the course. Everything is, everything's the same fucking day and the same. You have shit. a routine. That's what I like to call a routine. Right. 
it's a routine. But as soon as I introduce a new territory or a new place, especially if it's my idea, then now be the host, right? The now showman, right? And then they go, "Gee, that wasn't very fun, uh, Rufus. That kind of sucked, by the way." No, but okay. thank you. Does this tree have Wi-Fi? You know what you need to do is make it the most miserable experience for them ever, and then you'll they'll never. You know what you should do? Bring a bag of bees and set them loose so everyone gets stung, and then you'll never, ever have to invite them camping ever again. That's a brilliant idea. There, you heard it on the Hypersoft Happy Hour, by the way. Just for the record, this Hypersoft Happy Hour, Happy Hour Flopcast is the property of Hypersloth Media and Hypersloth and Zigzag and Rufus. And any copyright infringement and or ideas gleaned from this co- this uh, podcast shall be the property of uh, Hypersloth and will. <laughs> are you taking an oath? And are, uh, yeah, and yeah. you shall pay us dearly for anything that you might have heard on this podcast. Any, any idea that pertaining to anything that is said on this podcast, whether you heard it on this podcast or not, is the property of Hypersloth and shall be deemed as such. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you heard it on this podcast or not, that's a great clause. Well, I mean, who's to say, really, Rufus? Right? That's whether you, funny. whether they admit that they heard it on the podcast or not, or podcast. I guess I should use podcast to be like, what's a slothcast? You have to prove what a slothcast is in in court. If if anybody. It comes up with an idea and they express it in the English language because we use the English language here every goddamn show. Wait a minute. No, no, no. You're wrong. Any language, dude, because they could be using some kind of Google Translates there you to listen to this fucking podcast. So basically, we, we retain the right to claim the right to anything anybody says ever. Because after the it's show. After, after the, the show. show. After the, and it's always after a show. Right. It's after every show. Indeed. And you know what? If we revisit an idea that has been mentioned in a previous show on said show, we retain the rights to that as well. So anything that has been created that we talked about talking about on another show, right? You see you following me? Yes. Yes. Of course. Is obviously the property of Hypersoft. So any of these things, ideas that have been uh, created after a Hypersoft happy hour or half hour do owe us rights. To, or owe us money. This is a pretty <laughs> airtight terms and conditions, I think. <laughs> there, did they read the TOC? Just listening <laughs> to this podcast, our podcast, you agreed to our terms of service. Exactly. I love that. I love whenever the uh, website's like, just by visiting this website, you agree to it. And I'm like, well, wait, I didn't fucking know before I came to the website. Not just because I'm here, I agree to it. Did you? But hey, hey if, if it works in our favor... Then uh, let's use it. Yeah, by all means, let us use it. And it was good. Okay, let's just go ahead and settle with that, that we've figured all that out. Really, we do need to get you to do a VO of a nice, quick, fucking little uh, you do by listening to the Hypersloth Happy Hour agree to these terms of service, which include your liability for any ideas that you have taken from this Hypersloth podcast. So we'll play at the end of every episode. I think we played at the beginning. At the beginning? You know what we do? And then we're in the middle of it, we're like, Saturday night! Right? And we make it all part of the intro. <laughs> should I sing it, or should we just... Yeah, you should sing it. 
stop the intro and just have it totally dry and bland and then go right back into the intro. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we do a little background music behind it so it sounds like it's part of the intro, and then we just go into it Saturday night. It should be really fast, like a disclaimer, right. though, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But you right better know. I'll do it. To our terms and service. I will I'll probably copy and paste one and but at that point it will become the property of Hypersloth, so it won't we won't have to pay anyone else anything to use their disclaimer. As long as it exists on a Hypersoft server somewhere, it's Hypersoft property. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And done. Done and done. And not even a Hypersoft server, some other server hosted by where the Hypersoft happy hour is hosted. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, this is the law. It is. Is it the law? Is there a copyright law as far as broadcasts go? Well, don't act like you're confused about it, because then people will start second guessing us. Yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, okay. Of course there is. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You're the. You're always the ever straight man, Rufus. That's all I can say. Well, I can't always say that. I guess. I mean I business, mean, and let, you let, do. Uh, don't get on the. Don't get on the business end of Roosevelt's business end. That's what I'll say. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hello. I got no I comeback no... to that unless you just want me to come um, back. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't turn that into anything. That was oh, disgusting. I don't want, maybe the business end isn't as business end as I thought. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, so uh, what? Okay, you were gonna go camping. You were gonna go camping in a different spot. Why was said spot chosen for the family camping trip? Because it was closer than the other one. Oh, so when the when the family cries, uncle, you don't have to fucking run. You can like run home and then go back. It was the dogs were the main concern. We got four fucking dogs. We're gonna have to take them all. You don't. I'm telling you that it's a terrible idea. You should offer to stay home with the dogs. While the son and the wife go camping. I agree it's a terrible idea, but it has to be done because I can't just be here barking, even though I won't be around to hear it. Look. Good news will be, this is my, my, is something not awful will happen, but something will happen to one of the dogs that forces the camping trip to be uh, canceled pre, like prematurely, right, like before it's over. And then you'll never have to camp with the family again because you'll know that it was a bad idea to take the dogs camping. That's a real possibility, even without me trying to make it happen. Because That's what I mean. Dealing with the four dogs is going to be a fucking nightmare because right. they've got to be leashed or right. corralled in some way. And this is a, a, a cattle ranch. There's like cows like roaming around. Okay, okay. So I'm sure our German shepherd's going to kill a cow. Probably, and you're going to have to eat the whole cow in one night. I can dress a cow. I can skin and gut a cow, and at least we'll eat good that night, but we'll be in bad moods. Right, before you're stampeded again. And we'll, and we'll, <laughs> yeah, and we'll get kicked off. So it's a working cow farm, and they let people come and <laughs> camp there? I don't know if it's a cattle. It's a ranch. It's a big-ass <laughs> fucking ranch. They have 14 different campsites. And apparently cows are just roaming around. That sounds like a terrible idea for sure. It does, as long as I don't step in or fall in or sit in any cow shit, I'll be all right. How is that possible? Here's what you're going to spend your whole time doing. Can I go ahead and tell you what's going to happen on your trip mm. with dogs and cow shit? 
All your dogs are going to be rolling in fucking couches the whole fucking time. Yes, they are. I mean, that is a given fact. So I hope that you are prepared for that. And eating it. And eating the hard, the hardened, dried cow shit. Yes, they will be eating that. Well, they're rolling their own shit all day anyway. But they will be rolling in the the wet cow shit and then eating on the dry cow shit. It should be a great time for your dogs, obviously. They're going to fucking love it. (laughs) I'm doing it for them, really. Are you? Are you? Yeah, doing it for the dogs. God bless you. It's good to give my dogs a treat, like taking them camping. And making sure that they can roll around in dog shit. Yeah. Yeah, they'll yeah, enjoy yeah. it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. well. Right. Do, do they ride in the back of the truck, your dogs, or in the front of the truck? Uh, not in the back. Oh, I don't trust my dogs to stay in the back. They'll jump out <laughs> in traffic and get killed. Well, I thought maybe you had a, a cap or something on the truck. I need I, to get one. I've been shopping for one, but goddamn, a fucking camper shell is like $3,000. What does a camper shell entail? Entail. Well, well, very little. This is why I don't understand why it's three thousand dollars. It's just a cap that goes on the, the bed of your truck. And it's got windows for right. some stupid fucking reason. But but it, it's just it turns your truck into like a sort of like an SUV. Right. Right. It's a it's a but there's cheap and there, I think you can get them for like eight or nine hundred bucks. Of course, you know what? I want you to look at where every one of them is made, and I'm going to tell you right now where. Uh, they're made by Berkshire Hathaway in Indiana. In Elkhart, Indiana, yes. Oh, All sure. of them are made, and that's why I probably think you can get one for 900 bucks. is because around here, that's where they, that's what they sell them for, everywhere. Well, hook me up, dude, because I can't find one for less than quadruple digits. Are you looking for one that matches your truck bed, or what's the story there? I don't care about looks, but it's got to fit, you know, a Dodge Ram. Right. And what was your Ram, a 1500? Yeah. yeah. And is it a big horn? No. No. Just a Laramie? Nope, not nope. a Laramie. Limited? No. No. <laughs> no fancy words. It's just a Ram 1500. But no, it has to have a, what they call a package style, Rufus. Well, I don't fucking know. I don't remember any package. Well, that's how you know. Okay, let me ask you this. Is it a short box or a long box? Is it a five-foot, eight-inch five bed, or is it a six-foot bed? Six-foot. Six. Oh, really? Overcompensate much, Rufus? The <laughs> <laughs> problem is, that's why they're 3000 bucks now, because you had to be a smartass and get the fucking six-foot bed instead of just the regular five-foot 11-inch bed. Or five I, I, inch bed. I, I don't care the length of the bed. It's ridiculous that a fucking thing that just clicks onto the back of your fucking truck is $3,000. Insane. You know what? Tell that to the truck cap that gave its life so it could fucking sit on the back of your truck, dude. It's not wired for anything. It doesn't have air conditioning. It doesn't come with fucking bucket seats or anything. It's just a goddamn shell. No dome light. No. Dome light. no. Oh. You're. It's like you want something. You're an animal, dude. You're a fucking animal. I just don't want shit blowing out of my truck. That's all I want. Are you going to put a mattress back there? Oh, my God, dude. Speaking of shit blowing out of the truck, whenever we were moving out of the Jasper house and, like, getting oh, shit no. situated, I we love took what a, could happen here. We had the truck loaded up with a bunch of shit to take to the junkyard, right? Uh-huh. And we had we, – we briefly had an above-ground swimming pool. Uh-huh. And we had the metal ladder from that, 
we had an old grill, right? Whatever. And so we we drive there, and we had some highway miles. So we get on the highway, we get there, we finally get to the place, and we're unloading all this stuff at the junkyard. And we're like, well, wait, where's that thing, that grill and that ladder? <laughs> oh, shit. So we start driving back, and we drive back, and we see him on the road fucking demolished. Something they, ran him over. Something <laughs> ran him over. Must have been. We didn't see any cars flipped over. But a semi must have hit the uh, the ladder to the pool, twisted, shredded oh into fucking pieces. The grill, the grill was in pretty good shape, but it you know it had definitely been battered around by some vehicles. Oh my god! Someone could have fucking died. Somebody could have totally fucking died, or at least had their car fucked up. How long, how long after you noticed it was missing was it that you were back in the area where you found it? Uh. <laughs> 15, 20 minutes. So someone right behind you probably fucking ran it over and was like, motherfuckers, and probably looking for you, but you had already pulled off. My wife was freaking out. Once we saw it, we, we stopped. When we came back, we saw the shrapnel, and we picked it up. And after that, I was done. I was like, oh, I don't see any fucking dead people or cars. So whatever happens, happens. My wife was freaked out. She called DPS. She's like, we dropped some stuff. We picked it up. What happened? What do we do? Are you going to come hunt us down? But, uh, why, would your, why would your wife call the fucking cops on you? Because she didn't want, like, a vehicle to, like, run off the road with a piece of fucking ladder stuck in its, you know, gas tank. They trace it back to us or some stupid shit. And then you just fucking say you didn't realize what happened. Now you've admitted fault, Rufus. Very bad things. I hope anyone who's listening to this story cannot sue Rufus for any reason for any time any type of damage caused by him acknowledging that his ladder fell off on the highway and may have pierced someone's gas tank. Yeah, or yeah. gone through the windshield and pierced right. a loved one. I just did a fucking disclaimer for you, dude. So you're good. You're good. Thank you. Covered. Now I did not I don't want to say this, I did not absolve your wife or your son in my disclaimer. So they're kinda of on their own. <laughs> You can only do so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, right. I need you on the outside. If they're on the inside, well, we'll make another TV show about it that will get canceled and keep coming back and getting canceled. Yeah, they're on the road. Like 60 days in. I wish that show would come back. It it kind of seems like it tries to, but then they never they never show it. I think uh, COVID probably threw a monkey wrench in their works. Do you think so? Yeah, because I mean, all the people got hit pretty hard by COVID. Plus that one guy who was he on two suicide. seasons committing suicide. That's not yeah, good for that, PR. That doesn't help. And he was like one of the ones that kind of made it through in there, right? Yeah, he yeah. did one season and stuck around for another season. That's a guy that enjoyed a little too much time on the inside and couldn't deal with getting on the outside, it sounds like to me. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Or what kind of drugs did he start doing on the inside that he wanted to do on the outside and couldn't? Whatever that hairspray drug is or what do they do don't they like smoke hairspray or something they do some kind of weird shit they hate cigarettes and soak them in something <laughs> right i thought it was hairspray uh, sure it's hairspray what why it not it has a name spice no no spice. i want to know too like how these guys like that one guy starts selling drugs in prison but then he doesn't get in trouble because he's part of the show I've wondered about that too. I mean, 
Remember those guys? There was like two guys oh, yeah, doing yeah. that, wasn't there? Yeah, there yeah. was a, one big black dude in the last right. season. He was selling dope left dope. and right. Yeah, I want to say this, but his commissary was fucking large, yo. He was he like was the cool. leader of the fucking unit. He was the pod king. There's no doubt about that. He was definitely <laughs> the pod king. He had the people pod. that owed him. He had people he with debt. The pod boss, right? The pod boss. The pod boss, yes. He was He was chilling. He was he probably doing better on the inside than he is on the outside. I'm sure. Oh, that guy used to be a – he was a, a corrections officer, too. Oh, he was a cop. Yeah, I thought so. I wonder how – there, there's a few of those guys who went in there that, were, that are like cops or corrections officers, and I wonder how many go in there because they're a little envious to like, man, these prisoners got a sweet fucking life. Just get to chill and fucking smoke, uh, smoke fucking hairspray whenever they want at night. It's Have like elementary school. Up. It's recess your whole fucking day. You know? <laughs> really, I know, but you're locked in a fucking little tiny room with fucking. You know what? Really, to blow up the whole pod, it seems like to me there only needs to be one or two fucking psychos in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I mean, you don't. It's not like every other dude needs to be a fucking weirdo. It only takes like two fucking weirdos to throw the thing on its fucking head. Right, right. Otherwise, it seems does seem like a kind of a chill gig. <laughs> gig. If, okay, if if you got busted for something that you didn't do, I mean, we'll assume you didn't do it, right? And you went to prison. Would you be terrified and just be meek and play by the rules, or would you be the guy who goes in and tries to beat the fuck out of the biggest motherfucker there? To you know, I, I think smart move is the fucking quiet guy, but doesn't put up with anybody's shit. I don't think you go in there and try to start a fight because yeah. then you get a target on your back. But I also think you don't sit in the corner and be like that guy who got the really bad haircut. They gave him like a white supremacist haircut, and they made him kind of live with it. I'm not being that guy by any means. So you can't be a wallflower. Right. You don't don't want to be aggressive, but fucking go out in the yard, sit down, do your fucking thing. Like, you know. I guess what I try to do is, is find the other Italians. I try to group up with the other Italians that are in the prison. So before you know it, dude, I'm eating fucking homemade lasagna, and uh, they're cooking meatballs and slicing uh, uh, garlic with razor <laughs> razor blades like good fellas. No. That's what I do. I find those guys, <laughs> and I, I start my Italian accent. Like, a, what's the matter, you? You not to cook the pasta long enough into the water. That's that's how they know I'm really Italian. That, that fooled me, totally. I say beautiful. That's all you got to do. Uh, they know you're Italian when you say beautiful. Because my beauty. grandma, my grandma Nani, my Nani, she used to say beautiful. I tell you what, if you go into a prison and there's Italians there and you just throw around Grandma Nani, I mean, they're going to know. They're going to know. I mean, I'm, I grew up Italian. I'm entitled to a little bit of that thing. Hell I yeah. That's right. I say my nani. My nani's lasagna. That's all you got to say. My nani's gravy. Even though my nani called it sauce, she didn't call it gravy. She called it sauce. Yes, she yes. really. I've heard Italians or other people refer to a uh, sauce as gravy for some reason. Yeah. Well, you know what? They're posers. I just want you to know that those people are oh. really okay. Yeah, I would say things like my nani. We used to say my nani's to make chickadales, right? What is that? 
they're little noodles that we used to hand roll when we were kids. We'd like roll hundreds or thousands of them. And my nanny would have like a big party where we would eat them all. Is it like a gnocchi? No, it's not made out of tans. It's made out of regular dough. But we would roll them on my nanny's countertop until your fucking fingers got sore. Holy shit. Yeah, that's how many we were rolling. And I used to love to eat them raw for some reason. It was like salty Play-Doh, but better, I guess. <laughs> Play-Doh is And wash it down with a six-pack because I was nine or ten years old. Well, well old enough. I, if you're working a goddamn job rolling pots. Right. You were like, hours. okay, you've made the Chickadales. I think that's what they were called. I'm pretty sure that's what they were called. Now you can drink a six-pack of Pabst. Mm. They had, remember they had those little seven ounce cans of beer? Little, you ever have Do they? I don't see them around here. I can tell you that much. I see them for soda, not beer. Here, like, not enough fucking beer for anybody. No, you know, they, they, they got enough for Coke and Pepsi around here, but I think it's to help people drink less soda. Right, just like the little seven ounce beers was to help people drink less beer, but really it was a way to, it was like, it was akin to. They were like, we need that when they had those candy cigarettes. They're like, we got, we need to come out with a seven ounce beer that little kids can drink. This is ridiculous. The smoking people are getting all the action with their candy cigarettes. Man, I remember they back in the days when they had candy cigarettes, they had these uh, little candy canisters that looked like beers. <laughs> There was like a Miller High Life, but it was full of like little sweet tarts or whatever. Right, I remember those. What happened? That's the good old days. We How just, else uh, can you act like an adult and practice on having a drinking problem when you're a kid if you can't even get your hands on a candy full, a uh, uh, little fake beer can full of candy? What kind of world do we live in? A Second Amendment, right? What? I mean, this is just a fucking basic human right. We had toy guns, we had toy beer, we had candy cigarettes. Uh-oh. It was the fucking I'm trying to see a pattern in why the world might not be in such good shape right now. <laughs> you think? Where were the candy joints? They needed candy joints. Oh, no, joints. Marijuana's bad. Marijuana bad for you. Yes, yes, marijuana bad. Marijuana make you peaceful and not want to... Uh, get drunk and punch somebody in the face. I wish it were Wait, you ever heard that joke? This is the oldest joke ever, but it's a it's a two four guys that get drunk on whiskey start a fight, right? Okay. Four guys that get high on weed start a band. Oh. You never heard of that before? I thought for no, sure you no. heard that. I have not heard that. You probably told me that and I forgot. I, I actually coined that phrase just now, so it is the property of Hypersoft. So if you make a T-shirt and or hat out of it, I shall get some of the money for that. Bumper sticker, too. Bumper stickers. There's where your real money's at. That's for sure. Button. Button. Everybody wears buttons. Buttons. I see a lot of people with flair these days. Are you wearing a lot of flair out? Uh, when I go out, I do put on my flair. Yes. Do you? What does your flair entail? It's a mask. But my mask has buttons all over it. And what are the buttons? I, you got an Eddie Van Halen, I bet. Got a Van Halen button. Got a Motley Crue button. I got a uh, a commemorative uh, Bud Light button. Bud Light button. And I have one of these buttons. It's like a guy like this, but he has a string on the bottom. When you pull the string, his arms fly up. Oh, my God. That's a cool button. Where'd you get that? Schlitterbahn? 
I was out of a machine at a restaurant. That sounds like a cool restaurant. That was a Mexican food restaurant. They have the machines. You get the little the bubbles that have a, a temporary tattoo or something right. like that in it. Yeah. I went to a Mexican restaurant today. They did the only thing there was like some really old looking chicles and some old some skittles in the machine that looked like they had actually lost their color. They were in there so long. <laughs> were they all white? They were, let's just say, I had never seen all Skittles that were all gray and dark gray. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you eat in this restaurant? Or did uh, you, you know what? It's actually, it's actually a good restaurant. But I think, I feel like the people on top of the Skittles are just, have fallen behind. Probably died of COVID. That's not that's, even the restaurant's deal. That's some guy who's got a route. That's what I mean. Right. right. A vending route. But, uh, but speaking of COVID, this is why I'm concerned. Did you go? Did you eat, dine in the restaurant? I did dine in the restaurant. Yes, I did, Rufus. Yes, I did. Interesting. How'd that go? Socially distant? Yeah, I mean, as socially dis- distant as you can get in a fucking small Mexican restaurant, so no. But <laughs> there was, I, I'll give them this, there was hand sanitizer everywhere. Well, that's good. So I'm safe. I feel like I'm good. Yeah, I know that. I know that for a fact that between every uh, time someone touched a menu, they wiped it down. Not. Yeah, right. That's why every Mexican food restaurant I go into, no matter how good it is, you get that menu that's laminated. Right. It's, that's what it was. it's got like a bean stuck on it and maybe right. a piece of lettuce. Yeah, but it's been wiped. Luckily, it was wiped down with a dirty rag right before they fucking handed it to me. Like those bleach rags we had at the uh, other Yeah, but this this one had no bleach on it, and it was just used to wipe down tables where people had been putting down fucking dirty silverware. They probably kept it in the salsa bucket. (laughs) So, uh, yes, I mean, I didn't want to, but my buddy, God bless him, we've been talking about going out forever, right? And you can't can't do anything, so we're like, okay, we're going to go out to fucking eat. And it wasn't crowded by any means. But, you know, I did eat chips and salsa, so I'm assuming I have COVID now. Yeah, you probably yeah. do. What was the entree? Oh, God. I had uh, tacos de asada. Ooh. And they fucking, oh, man, they were so good. And they, they were perfectly cooked. Tons of little, you know, I like it when they cut the, the steak into little chunks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing had just coming off the fucking grill when I got it. And this guy, this fucking guy... Right, this guy who put these tacos together—I don't know him, but I'm saluting him right now because okay, this is okay. the first time I've ever had this. They put the taco, they they did the fucking taco, right? The steak taco, stuffed right, it right. with fucking steak, but then finished the corn tortillas on the fucking flat top, <laughs> like it fucking was crispy almost on the outside. Above I, and beyond. I've never fucking had that before. That and is I'm awesome. Like, yeah. Damn, that's like a whole nother level. Not just the limp fucking corn uh, tortillas that fall apart two bites in. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. This fucking guy, he knew what was up. He he knew what was up. Damn. Probably some Chinese guy, I'm guessing. You know how, like, in every Chinese restaurant there's Mexican guys cooking? (laughs) I found out that in every every Mexican restaurant it's actually Chinese guys cooking. Wow, Wow. that's great. (laughs) It's some kind of plan that they put together, some kind of uh, trans-global, you know, a partnership that they've worked it's, out. In part of NATO or the UN. <laughs> yeah, they've decided that that's just how it works. Yeah. 
That sounds really goddamn fucking good. I can't tell you, you know, the last Hispanic time I've been to a restaurant. people are good workers when Asians are hiring Hispanic people to do Asian people's work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Asian people are efficient, but Hispanic people are even more efficient. They're more efficient and they're fucking determined. Yeah, and they have attention to detail that unless – go ahead. No, I'm no. agreeing with you. I'm oh, like, yes, yeah. they do. They do. They do. But I told you that sometimes when I worked at uh, at uh, the back the backyard, right, the barbecue place at the backyard. Yes. yes. Some of the Mexican guys would would do a half-ass barbecue plate and say it's for gringos. Ooh, as a gringo, I'm, I'm offended. <laughs> you should be. You should be. But you know what? A lot of times that was like it's for gringos. It's for fucking gringos that are jackasses. Not which is probably a lot of gringos. Yeah, well, for sure it is. It's most gringos, unfortunately. Most people, uh, they reminded me of Donald Trump Jr. There are too many people like that in the world. He is really something special, isn't he? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't pay too much attention to him, but every time I see anything about him posted, he's behaving like a fucking jackass. Like yeah, a he's like a raving lunatic. Oh, zigzag. I wish I was rich enough to just be a raving lunatic and suffer no consequences. See, but I don't think you would be a raving lunatic. I don't think you have the raving lunatic gene. I don't, but to have that opportunity. To just be like, if I want to say some stupid shit, I can't do it. No, here's the deal. Apparently, you don't have to be rich because they're not rich. They just act like they're rich. Some right? people acting like I'm rich. Yeah, just start going around and be like, fuck, I don't have to pay for this. I'm rich. And people are like, hey, watch out. Give him a better credit score. Give him a fucking line of credit. That guy's fucking rich. That's how you get rich is not paying right. for things. That's exactly right. That's how, that's how you keep your wealth if you're Donald Trump. Except he can't even do that right. I do need to take out more loans. You should. You should definitely do that. Hey, I feel pretty good because I built up my credit score, right? I had a terrible credit score for a long time because I didn't have credit, right? I didn't know not having credit was a good thing. I thought not having credit was a good thing, not a bad thing. You would think so. I thought this too. So I built up my credit. I went to buy this car, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the guy fucking said he admired my credit score. Admired? He said, he did. He said, I admire your credit score. You could probably get anything that you wanted. Really? He did say that to me. And did he also say, if you make at least $400 a week? (laughs) No, he did not. And he said, but he did say, tow it in or drag it in. We're buying everything. So this was a quality venue. Right, obviously a very legitimate operation. It's one of those small ones off the highway next to the Mexican food restaurant. I was able to make my down payment with my gold tooth. (laughs) Holy shit. Did you have to take it out? Or was it more like collateral? Yeah, right. That was a down payment. I can get it back in 60 months. Jesus Christ. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the teeth are a good thing to have. Are they, or are they overrated, Rufus? Uh, if you're eating some really tender Mexican food, you don't really need them. Right. If you're on the beans and rice diet, uh, pretty much fucking teeth are just a, a – they're just something to break down and cost you money later. 
They are a pain in the fucking ass. Why? You know what's so sad is I saw this thing, and I think I told you this on the show before, where they have this stuff that they can put on your teeth, right? Yes. That yes. instantly cures your fucking cavities. Okay, okay. I want this. Why? But Why? they won't. They won't release it. They won't give it out. Who's they? I guess the government, whoever. Let's look it up. Mind if I look it up right here? Not at all. I'm curious about this because I got cavities galore. My fucking mouth is like Swiss cheese. I'll share my screen with you. I'm trying to figure out how to do this. All right, here we go. So I'm just going to call it Cavity Be Gone because I don't know what the name of it is. Cavity Be Gone. Okay, wait. Now, 60 seconds for teeth and gums. That's probably not right. Simple solution helps strengthen your teeth. No. Uh, I saw it in like 60 minutes or something. Um, is, it, is, it, is it like uh, I swear to God, every six months there's a cure for Alzheimer's that you never hear about again. Like yeah, there's like always some breakthrough that's like, hey, we cured Alzheimer's, but then it goes nowhere. I'm telling you, it was it was in another country. They had it. I, 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 maybe I'm not gonna be able to find it, but um, they were putting it on little kids' teeth who had really bad fucking cavities, and like two days. You could see that the cavity was fucking gone. Wait, it cured the cavity. Yeah, well, I mean, it didn't cure it, but it stopped it from uh, getting it stopped all it from degrading more, right? It like right. stopped the cavity from getting worse. They didn't have to drill out their fucking face. I guess so. so cavity cure is probably not right. Cavity shield, cavity guard. But I know they have a cavity shield because they put that on my daughter's teeth. Yeah, yeah, I had that when I was a kid. Oh, didn't that fucking work. Yeah. Well, let's just say it doesn't last until you're 46. <laughs> doesn't last through 11,000 beers a, a year. Nope. Um, let's see. What would you call that? Let's look and see. The cavity filling, cavity symptoms, cavity tooth, cavity be gone. Oh, is that what I put in there, though? Yeah. Cavity 11,000 11, beers a year would be 30 beers a day. I'm not that bad. Uh-oh. Don't need to know those numbers. All right, I'm telling you, I saw it. I'm going to look for it offline, and we're going to find it, and I'm going to post it on the website. And, as, and hey, if, if we talk about it and it takes off, we can sue somebody. Right. And if we talk about it, maybe it wasn't invented. Maybe I'm just talking about it that someone needs to invent it right now. You might have had a dream, and now it's a thing. That is very good point, Rufus. Very good point indeed. I think that is what happened. So, Johnson Johnson, since I know you're listening, uh, get on that and send me a check ASAP. I shall split it with Rufus as my lawyer. Uh, Johnson & Johnson's on the cutting edge because just today I read that the FDA approved, fast track approved, their new COVID vaccines, and now they're the third one. You mean the uh, 66% effective one, Rufus? Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, I don't know. I just know it only takes one shot. It's 66% effective, Rufus. Well, then what's the fucking point? Why would you even opt for that one? I don't know. I really don't know. I was thinking about that myself. Why would you? Oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to start... Pricing them out, tiered. Oh, how the much premium? The how premium fucking COVID is going to be. Do you want? Exactly. 
Just wait till they they take a uh, a note from fucking software providers and make the COVID vaccine a monthly subscription. Right. Why don't you pay for eight dollars a month for your fucking lifetime? We should come up with a vaccine and make it like that. We should. Well, I think uh, people with diabetes are kind of have that already. Oh my god, you're ridiculous! And it's three hundred dollars a month with fucking insurance. That's disgusting. It is. It is because when you read about places like uh, Canada where they get the same exact thing for like twelve dollars a fucking month, you're like, huh? oh yeah. I mean, clearly America doesn't care about its citizens. People do realize that, right? No, no people don't. I don't know how they. I mean, having a bunch of fucking nuclear weapons and like a great standing army is not necessarily caring about your people. People are so short-sighted, and they're not long-term thinkers. So when it comes to taxes, they're like, oh, I'm going to pay as little taxes as possible. Then they realize that in paying as little tax as possible, you don't get health care. Right. You don't get any kind of fucking like safety net at all from the government. Right. Not really. We don't want big government because we don't deserve nice stuff. Right. Whereas in other places, sure, you pay a lot of fucking taxes, but you get a lot. Of, you can go to the fucking hospital. Here it's the fucking buy here, pay here style of life. Right. I would pay more taxes out of every fucking check if it paid for fucking peace of mind. You right. Know? Yeah. Something you don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. But that's America. Land of the free, home of the dipshits. Yes, love it or leave it. Tell me all about love it or leave it, there, Mikey. I ain't leaving it. Get used to it. I want to fix it. I don't want to fucking leave it. All these all people who won't leave it are the people who are who the most fucking destitute. They're the most destitute. These, these people in trailers with the Trump signs, just like America's fucking great and healthcare's great and shit, but they're broke-ass fucking poor working minimum wage jobs. I don't fucking know. It's just no, you do know. state of affairs. I remember I saw that thing where that guy's like, uh, they're asking about health care. was a thing on the news. They're like, what do, you, what do you do for health care? And he's like, uh. <laughs> and they were asking if he had health care. He's like, yeah, I got it. And they're like, do you have Obamacare? He's like, nope, nope. I've got Affordable Care Act. I don't have any of that bullshit Obamacare. Right. Obama's awful. They're like, he's like, Obama was an awful president, didn't do anything good. And they're like, how do you have health insurance? And he's got the Affordable Care Act. But it's not Obamacare. Why not? Why not? First thing they ever did, and that's why the fucking, uh, the GOP coined the frame Obamacare, or the phrase Obamacare, because they knew that would automatically make people fucking hate it. Yes. 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 It is unfortunate and it's just a quirk of fate that Obama sounds so much like Osama. Yeah. Because the fucking GOP just, even if they weren't overt with it, you know, that's what they oh, were yeah. hinting at. You know, well, they're like. Trump started the whole, what do you call it? Uh, birther movement. Yeah, birther gate or whatever the fuck it's called. And. I mean, they proved that to be bullshit, but people fucking like 90% of those people still fucking believe it. These same people that believe that he won the fucking election. That, that was like a, a precursor to, to QAnon. I mean, that. You're right, it was. 
totally fucking fake and made up and, and, and disproven, and yet people still fucking believed it. You're absolutely Can right. They're nuts. I don't know. What do you do, Rufus? What do you, I mean, we're surrounded by these fucking nuts. That's what scares me. I'm surrounded by people who are thinking like, ooh, they're fucking, we better guard the ballot box, right? And all kinds of shit. I'm like, dude, there is no ballot box, okay? It's a fucking electronic shit. There's no right. box of fucking ballot. Exactly. Uh, you know, you know. And they want to, I mean, do you see all these laws they're coming up with to keep people from voting now, right? More laws to keep people from yeah. voting? Yeah, like in one of the, I think it was in Arizona or somewhere, the GOP has introduced um, legislation that would allow the elected officials uh, to overthrow the will of the people uh-huh. in any government race. How? What? Why? And they're That's just so like to protect the people, of course. But protect them from themselves because every, the fix will be in. And if they feel like the fix is in, they can go and vote to overthrow the 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 vote. Well, well, uh, I mean, I, I I can't. I have arguments to say against that, but I know that the motivation behind it is just pure evil. So right. I'm like, I, there's no point even saying, well, wait, let's talk about this. This doesn't make a lot of sense because X, Y, and Z. Because you know it's just pure fucking yeah. malevolent. Controlling evil. Yeah. Proposal. If they can get a majority of the people to vote for it, then it fucking becomes law. Well, wait, here's your twist. What if the majority of the people that vote for it, they don't know what's good for them? Here's the twist, dude, is what if the people who vote for it or don't vote for it or whatever, they just say it was fixed. So now we have to overthrow that. And so now it's law anyways, because we know that that particular law wasn't going to be passed because it was going to be overthrown, or it was going to be faked, right? Fake results to to lose that vote. So they're going to say, no, it was fixed. So we've already, you know, you get what I'm saying, I hope. I tell you I what, I'm what. just going to make it easy. I'm going to revolutionize this fucking government here. No more voting. The people in power just get to stay in power and do whatever the fuck they want. How about that? Dude, that is a fucking great idea. That is a fucking great idea. We should just let them do whatever they want, spend money however they want. I want to work for free. I don't even, you know what, forget taxes, forget anything. I just want to work for free for them. Just let me work for them for free, and I'll be fucking stoked. They're the leaders. We need to please them. They're They're the leaders, and you know what, that makes them smarter than us. Right? I mean, automatically. God, that is what's so fucked up, is none of the leaders, honestly, there's not a single fucking leader, like a real leader, not somebody I would vote for, but a currently in-place leader that I think is smarter than me. Dude, yeah. I quit believing that a long time ago. I quit believing anybody, unless you're like a, okay, there's a few people I would think would be smarter than me, right? An electrician? Is probably smarter than me. Right, right. Uh, a plumber. These are things I cannot do, right? I can right, do a little right. bit, but I wouldn't be very good at. But me thinking that because people spent fucking 10 years in college or whatever and have some fucking degree, the days of me thinking, I used to think those people were smarter than me, right? Or people that might have more experience than me are yeah, smarter yeah. than me. No, I'm, that, I'm done with that. No, there's very few people out there smarter than me. You know what? You know what? It, it's it, it, sad it, it, that I, I think in terms of politics, 
that the people who are smarter than me, or just that the people who are really smart, are smart enough to not fucking get involved in politics. That's probably exactly right. And so the only politicians we have are just people who are not as smart as even us. They're imposters. They're imposters, and they they just have this ego fucking trait. Right. That's, and that's what I mean. They're imposters. They, think, they act like they know better than you, but they don't know anything. They don't fucking know anything. But they're, this, is the, this is the problem, is people like that that get in power and are so fucking stupid that they think they're smart, right? And they think yes. that they know what's going on. People they who don't are question stupid. their own fucking stupidity. People who are stupid and think they're smart. You fucking nailed it. And the problem is fucking doubled because they're surrounded by people who are just as stupid. Yep. Who think they're smart. Who think they're smart. And they're like, oh, it's idiocracy, man. It really is. I mean, that is the problem. And I can tell you in any job I've ever been in, it's a person who thinks they're fucking smart, who is stupid, who causes all the fucking problems. And usually right, they're a CEO they're all, or a take the lead on something, mm-hmm. right? Because they want the kudos, but they can never make anything fucking happen for real. Right, right. So that's just my two bits on that. Stupid people thinking they're smart is messing it up for everybody. I wish I we wish. weren't as smart as we are. So we could relax more? Yeah, because it, it, it gets depressing it dissecting how fucked up everything is. It really does. It does. I mean, do you just wish you could just coast through... Being like, yeah, everything's fucking perfect. Everything's totally normal. That's, that's one thing I be about these, you know, fucking trailer living rednecks that just think America's great and love Trump. At least they, they're comfortable with that, you know? They don't think anything is fucking wrong. No, they do not. They absolutely do not. They're like, this is how it's supposed to be. But they've got that entitlement syndrome, and that's why they don't like to hear that Mexican people are getting on welfare or they think black people take up too much welfare because they're like, that's my money. That's my entitlement money. I'm not sharing that with any more people. Entitlement money. Jesus. Let's pay less taxes. Yeah. My entitlement money. Let's pay less taxes, but I need food stamps. Right. Right. Well, you know, they're the people that are like, it's the black people and the Hispanics that are the burden. Never the poor white people. It's just the black people and the Hispanics that are the burden, right? Yeah, well, the, yeah. the poor fucking messed up white people in Louisiana and Mississippi, they're not a burden at all. Oh, no, they're not. They're not. Definitely not. They're patriots. <laughs> they're they're oxycodoned up patriots. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not easy being as smart as us, Rufus, is it? It's a burden. It is a burden. No wonder, like, people like uh, uh, Einstein killed himself. Did Einstein Did I... kill himself? I don't know. I don't think so. But if he realized how smart he was, he probably would have. <laughs> yes. He, he probably went back in time and killed himself. <laughs> you know what? He's an imposter, too. Okay? Let's just call him an imposter. He was a socialist. Was he? I don't. I know. don't know. I don't know his politics. All I know is that he killed if himself. He's smarter, if he's smarter than me, he must be a socialist or a Marxist. That's true. A Marxist Leninist. Yeah. yeah. That, I think I heard that somewhere. 
Shigavero-ist. Whatever happened to him? How did he go out? I probably assassinated. I don't know. Do you mind if I look real quick? No, I'd be interested to know what happened to him. Did, did Castro force him out? I don't even know where Che Guevara was. Somewhere in South America? Uh, South America? Cuba? I thought it was Cuba. I could be wrong, though. Che Guevara, let's see. Oh, Argentine Marxist revolutionary physician author, guerrilla leader, diplomat, and military theorist. Physician, oh, a major figure of the Cuban Revolution. His stylized visage uh, has become ubiquitous countercultural symbol of rebellion and global insignia in, in popular culture. Yeah. A young medical student, Guevara traveled throughout South America and was radicalized by the poverty, hunger, and disease and the diseases he witnessed. No, but why would that? Radicalized is, is is kind of a loaded word there. I mean, if you're seeing poverty and disease and suffering all the time, that's not going to radicalize you. It's just going to make you be like, this shit sucks. I'm going to change right. it. He just wanted to do something about it. And they're like, fucking, you can't help other people. You're a Marxist Leninist. Right. So thinking differently about any situation is being radical, I guess. Honestly, to, to, right now and in, for a long time, it's like having empathy is being radical. Right? You're not, that's, you're so blank if you're allowed to fucking have empathy for someone. That's fucking deep, dude. That, that's well put. Well, I mean, that's kind of how I see it, right? You're right. It's like all the revolutionaries are just trying to help people. Right. That's, and they're like, no, you have empathy for fucking people in need. You fucking are a socialist or a Marxist or a communist. Are you looking him up as well? Yeah. yeah, kind of a handsome, yeah. handsome fella, really. If that's a real picture of him, reminds me of a young Rufus Slotkowski. Except yeah. this guy has a chiseled jawline and uh, piercing eyes. I don't have piercing front eyes. Teeth. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, he doesn't have a swollen, bulbous red nose <laughs> with broken veins on the end of it. No, he does not. I'll be a son of a biscuit. That's right. His face is bloated and swollen. <laughs> he looks like he's barely had a thousand beers this year. <laughs> he's not an eleven thousand per year guy like me. Not even close. Thirty a day—that's all it takes to get to eleven thousand beers, though. Yeah, I wish you told me this in December because that would have been my New Year's resolution: thirty fucking beers a day. You can do it. You think you've ever done it? I'm gonna have to make up. Dude, no, there's no way I've done 30 fucking beers in a day. Really? You don't think so? I don't start drinking until 5, and honestly... Wait, and when we lived in Roehampton, you did not wait until 5 to fucking start drinking. Well, I'm talking about the entire course of my fucking life. All right, well, I'm just talking about have you ever had 30 beers in one day, maybe even when you lived in Roehampton? Possibly then, because we had the tall boys. We were fond of tall boys. I don't even know. Right. So, for every... Six pack of tall boys is equal to what? Eight beers? Nine. Nine. Nine beers? Are you sure? I've done the math. Yes. So nine beers. So three six packs of tall boys, and you're at fucking thirty beers, pretty much. 
true. And back then, I mean, it was the good life. So we're waking up, drinking, passing out, taking a nap, waking, <laughs> taking up, a nap, drinking waking again, up, passing out. We did you know. do that. We did do that, actually. There was no, like, okay, it's you know what? Now it's We're night. not going to make an ugly word. We did not pass out, first of all. I don't think I ever passed out. I think I took a nap. And then <laughs> well, I up. didn't mean pass out drunk. I just meant, like, oh, oh. I'm going to lay down. Right, right. I'm. The room is spinning. I'm going to lay down because, obviously, I'm extremely tired. I, I can't say I, I – I only remember getting like shit faced as much as we drank and smoked there once. I only remember doing it once. Well, well maybe, that. maybe maybe you don't remember the other <laughs> seventy times I can think of that you did that. <laughs> I was gonna say you might know better than me. There's one time I when have, uh, Cardinal Connor came over to jam with us, and I remember like, that was the first time we ever jammed. You realize that? Was it really? Yeah. It, no, I don't remember. I remember it like it was yesterday, young Rufus. You smoked too much weed, drank too much beer, and had to go lay in the yard with your girlfriend. I, yep. I remember waking up in the yard. Yep. Are you ever amazed at my fucking steel trap of a memory? I, I constantly amazed. I'm not even joking. I totally remember that day because you know what? We wrote a song. I even remember the song. What? Yeah. You have a still trap of a mind. It was your monkey slack song, and it was the first song you're gonna. I hope you remember it. It was like going what? Going to the zoo? Gonna get me a monkey? This is out of tune. Wait, wait. Oh, that was it. There goes shotgun of love. Was Shotgun in Love the one with the monkey? Yes. Yes. Wasn't it? My little monkey slack. Yes. It's something about little monkey slack. Some dogs living under a trailer fighting over a bone, if I recall correctly. This is our call. Here we go. Going to the zoo going to get me a monkey because I'm a nature lover, a zoology flunky. (laughs) Yes. My My girl is coming over with a simian hoe. She's a screaming little bitch with opposable toes. And then, yeah, there was a part about a monkey wearing slacks. Dan's the test of time if I could tune this fucking guitar up. You got to record that riff for me. Hold on, let me, t- let me tune the guitar real quick. Do you mind? Folks, follow us into the VIP part of the show. You can miss the real brilliance here in a minute. Call in and play some Jeopardy with us. So 646-668-8826. Call now or forever hold your peace. But I'm going to tune this stick up. You down with that? I'm always down with tuning a stick. This little Martin guitar that I bought, it's made out of poly, right? It's not like a real wood guitar. Yeah. It's a nice little guitar. It always, it usually holds its tune really good, but I guess I've neglected it. This one you got right there? Yeah. This is a pretty solid little stick for a half size, not even a half size. Play the VIP music, Rufus. Oh, God. I don't know if I'm in the studio. 
Yeah, like I don't know if I pinched a nerve or something, but it fucking hurts. I've had that. Yeah, I've had it from sleeping. You know what? Honestly, I think it was from sleeping. I think that I was really tense when I was sleeping one night, Mm -hmm. and it fucked up my neck. I've had that. Where this whole fucking, like, region... Like well, I've had it where I can't turn my head with, a, like, a sharp-ass... That's how I feel. Ass. That's what I have going on right now. Honestly. Yeah. That's, That's exactly... You slept in some goofy fucking situation, and it just locked your muscle. Here's the other problem. A while back, my, my, my wife uh, rearranged our living room, okay? Okay. And she did so in such a way that the, the couch that I like to lay on now is parallel to the TV. So I have to lay on the couch and turn my head to watch TV. Right? Was it it, before it was like uh, perpendicular? Yes. And I could just lay on the couch and my head would be pointed towards the TV. You see where I'm going with this? Once again, again, a wife ruins everything. And I told her that. I kept telling her, I'm like, I'm not comfortable. And she's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Then she beats me and I, I shut up. I just they submit. Just, they just they don't just, understand. See, luckily, our, our couch is perpendicular to our deal, too. Right. Yeah. But it's the reclining couch. So I just... And I can lay there. Oh, my God. You're on your way. Well on your way to meat sackdom. No doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. My goal... I want to be a meat sack. That's my goal in life. Want to be? Excuse me, sir? You are a you are official meat sack. I'm gonna get you a shirt that says meat fat meat sack official. I would wear um, that fucking shirt in a heartbeat, dude. People be like, "What is meat sack?" They probably think it was some sexual thing. I put a little top <laughs> of, on the top of your hat that said meat sack official. Oh my god, meat sack official. <laughs> They'd be like, "What?" Of course, it will be pink, like a coin purse. Well, it's got to match my coin purse that I have. <laughs> Your real coin purse. Then it won't have any hair on it, though. Well, All right. Since we feel like we're both not bringing the Sunday night, should we just jump right into fucking Jeopardy just to fucking get it over with in case we're not bringing the Thunder? I got to say, okay. dude, now that we're keeping track of scores, I, I am. I've always liked playing Jeopardy, but now it's like I can't wait to fucking get into it because it's a thing. I can track my progress. You're not even going to smoke weed tonight, so we can pull answers out of the ether? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't smoke weed last time. I know, and we did pretty good. Imagine if you did. We probably could have got 12 out of 12, Rufus, but no. Don't. Yeah, it'd, it'd be ruined. Are you sure? I want, You promised me, actually, that you were going to do tonight's show high, if I recall correctly. Well, I lied. Can you stop lying and just do it so we can gauge a show? When Rufus is high versus a show where Rufus is not high? Well, no, it was too late to gauge a whole show. Next show. Next Saturday. Even if, you know, even if it's a half-hour show. Okay. Tomorrow night. Monday. Well, not tomorrow. Monday. Monday night. Nope. Okay. Nope. You're right. You're right. has to be a full fucking Saturday night with the Sloth show. It's got to be a full show. And I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll go one step further. It won't be like... I'm drinking beer and smoking weed. I, it's going to be an only an only smoke show. No, no, no. I'm not going to make you do that because I'm afraid you won't enjoy yourself then. The reason you're that beer. No, I, I don't think I will because I've noticed this that whenever I 
which I will later tonight. Once I do that, I don't even think about the beer. I know it. Trust me. I know that better than anything, dude. That's why I was able to quit beer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay. Monday. Monday. All right. Monday. Wait, Monday or Saturday show? Wait a minute. Tonight's Saturday. I know, but I'm saying the next Saturday show. Well, that's what I said, and you said no. No, but then I said, yes, it needs to be a Saturday show after that. I corrected myself and admitted that you were correct in your assumption it needed to be a Saturday show. Let's do a Monday show. First. Oh, uh, you don't think you'd go an hour and a half without a beer? Okay, I get it. I get it, dude. I was there. Well, no, what if, 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 dude, my, my system is not as calibrated to the herb as uh, you. What if Monday we do it and my performance is this fucking train wreck? I don't want to risk an entire Saturday show on that. Well, I'm going to so, be honest with you. If, if you're a train wreck on the Monday show because you smoke, you're going to have to smoke for every show after that until you learn to control the weed and not let the weed control you, Rufus. Right. Right. Each well, is a tool. But the thing is, is during the show, I'm sure I'll think I'm spot on and badass. It won't be till after I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, God. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, you are good at judging. I am good. I'm very good at judging other people. That is one of my skills. That's on my LinkedIn page. <laughs> very good at judging other people. It's my resume. I have, I have your strong points. points. I'm very good at judging people. Yes, I and mean, I'm very also good at trying to put my uh, opinions on people too. They love that about me. <laughs> That's right. I'm I'm overbearing. I'm really I'm overbearing. overbearing. I like to over negotiate, and I am a, a great judge of people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, Alexa, play Jeopardy. Woohoo! Did you see the new guy doing Jeopardy? He sucks. No, but you no, told me he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. I only watched one minute of it, but he sucks. Alex, Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, players. Welcome. Today is Saturday, which means it's what time for our clues written for teens and families. You can play Teen Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Teen Jeopardy, please. As a teaser. for this week. It's good warm good up. Warm up. The first Jeopardy category is women on U.S. stamps. This first first lady was featured on a 1902 stamp. Who is Martha Washington? Yes, that's it. The second category is science. Six elements once known as inert gases are now known by this aristocratic name. What are royal gases? Noble, noble. Damn it, Rufus! Sorry, the correct response is what are noble gases. Today's third Jeopardy category is word origin. Latin for within the walls. It refers to athletic contests among students within a school. Repeat the question. Again, the category is word origin. Latin for within the walls. It refers to athletic contests among students within a school. What is intramural? Good job. I made the up for my royal first. Of the list of items in the clue, name the one that comes first alphabetically. Of Snow White's seven dwarfs. Who is Dopey? 
Nashville. The correct response Even now, we're even. Theme park fun. Knott's Berry Farm turns into Knott's Scary Farm, mainly during this month. What is October? Yes, that's it. Your next category is Let's Go Shopping. First off, I need a pair of this brand's Chuck Taylor All-Star Sneakers. What are Converse? Excellent. The seventh celebrity category is I wrote that. Name the author of the books listed, Misery, Desperation, and The Green Mile. Who is Stephen King? Good job. Good job. The next category is you get an F. The response starts with the letter F. First Corinthians 13 says, now abide this, hope, and charity. What is faith? Correct. Your next category is bodies of water. This ocean is connected to the Atlantic through the Norwegian Sea. Repeat the question. Again, the category is bodies of water. This ocean is connected to the Atlantic through the Norwegian Sea. What is the Black Ocean? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, what is the Arctic Ocean? Arctic. Your next Jeopardy category is my spice. In a sushi bar, you will likely be offered some pickle dip, so you can cleanse your palate between bites. What is ginger? You're right. Your 11th category is Ain't That America. This state celebrates July 24th, the day of Brigham Young's arrival, as Pioneer Day. What is Utah? Good job. You're smart. Your final category is sports terms. You're right. Name the sport that the terms are used in. Bunker, wedge, caddy. What is golf? Thank you for letting me have that, sir. You did today. You burned it. Correct. Nine. Nice work. Your score for today. We really got eleven. If we would have been more. You have all five days to catch up on. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Okay. Yes. Let's see the clues. Your first Jeopardy category is the celeb chef won't eat that. This spiky-haired host of diners. Drivers and guys says two foods you won't see him eat are liver and eggs. Who was Guy Fieri? Excellent. The only thing worth watching. The second category is pre-Columbian America. Of morning, afternoon, or night, it's the time of day the evil Mayan Tezcatlipoca was got of. What is night? Correct. Pretty category is what are we doing? Even at a span of 6.1 million square miles, it's the world's smallest ocean. What is the Arctic? Excellent. Your next category is political slang. Adding a $1 million grant for Guam snake control to a defense bill in Congress is an example of unrelated spending called by this needy name. What is pork barrel? You're right. Today's fifth category is there's a book in my movie. In 10 Things I Hate About You, Julia Stiles reads this author Sabelle Jar as her dad asks, make anyone cry today? Who is Gordon Atwood? Atwood? No, the correct response is, who is Sylvia Plath. Sylvia Plath. Our sixth category is Crossword Cruise Tea. 
The response starts with the letter T. Problematic pop omatic board game. Seven letters. What is trouble? Excellent. Hi, it's time for the double Jeopardy round. Your next Jeopardy category is throwing the book at you. At the beginning of this book, Fern prevents her father from killing the runt of a litter of pigs. She names him Wilbur. What is Charlotte's Web? Good job. Your next category is historic settings. Neil Armstrong was the first man to exit the Apollo 11 lunar module and set foot on the moon. He was the second. Who is John Glenn? No. The correct response is who is Buzz Aldrin. Damn it. Did you know that? The category is T for science. Speak up. The response starts with the letter T. Rain, sleep, snow, or hail. For example. Repeat the question. Again, the category is T for science. Rain, sleep, snow, or hail. For example. What is precipitation? Excellent. I was waiting for you to Our answer that. Our next Jeopardy category is Hamburg. Born in Hamburg in 1978, Tommy Haas competed on the ATP Tour for two decades as a top two player of this sport. What is tennis? Good job. The 11th category is animals within words. The response is an animal hidden in one of the words of the clue. President Lincoln loved to play with Tabby, this domesticated animal, in the White House. What is cat? You're right. The last category is Pages Dr. TV. Before the open briefcases for the network, Howie Mandel played Dr. Fiscus on his 80s NBC drama. What is St. Elsewhere? Excellent. All right, let's see how you did today. Nine. Well done. You got 10 of 12. 10. has four days of clues this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Let's play Jeopardy. The first Jeopardy category is Roman times. Around 46 BC, this leader who met his demise on the Ides of March reformed the Roman calendar. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Roman times. Around 46 BC, this leader who met his demise on the Ides of March reformed the Roman calendar. Who is Caesar? That's not it. The correct response was who is Julius Caesar? Ah! Our category is... Damn it, we're taking it. We're taking it. The name of this low-cost airline can also mean ghost. What is spirit? Correct. Today's third Jeopardy category is TV show quotes. Titus Andromedon on this cheery Netflix show. I'm pretty but tough like a diamond or beef jerky in a ball gown. Repeat the question. Again, the category is TV show quotes. Titus Andromedon on this cheery Netflix show. I'm pretty but tough, like a diamond or beef jerky in a ball gown. What is Schitt's Creek? I have no idea. That's not it. Mm-hmm. The correct response was what is unbreakable Kimi Schmidt. Okay. Your fourth category is four letters, three syllables. The response is a four-letter word that has three syllables. Whoa. In 2003, Congress declared the state the birthplace of aviation as it was where the Wright brothers called home. What is North Carolina? What? I don't know. No. 
response was, what is Ohio? Ohio. The category legend of baggy pants. 3M Gearing recommends baggy chinos made by vans for comfort and mobility in this extreme sport, in which Rob Deerdick excelled. What is skateboarding? Jeopardy category is swords. Johnny Corkscrew is the name of the sword belonging to Smee, an associate of this captain in the J.M. Barry Works. What is Captain Hook? Captain Hook. Yes. Whoa, nice. Nice. Today's <laughs> Nancy Wilson jams with her sister Anne as she shreds guitar in this first mainstream hard rock band fronted by women. What is heart? heart? She's hot. Correct. She is. Your category is African countries. It's the only African country whose name begins with the last vowel of the alphabet. What is Zimbabwe? That's not it. The not correct yet. response was, what is Uganda? Your what? category is New Uganda. Uganda, U is the last name. Not, not the, the latest vowel. Some of the uh. by this man who led the church from 1978 to 2005. Oh, J- John Paul. Who is John Paul? Yes, that's oh. correct. Today's 10th Jeopardy category is Duncan. When Craig Ferguson went to Scotland on his Late Late Show... This Green Mile actor came, too, and discussed America with kids at Craig's old school. Repeat the question. Again, Who category. Who is in the Green Mile? When Craig um, Ferguson started on his late, late Say show, it. this Green Mile actor came, too, and discussed America with kids at Craig's old school. Who is Tom Hanks? No, that's incorrect. But who is Michael Clark Duncan? This state of matter has a fixed volume, but no fixed shape. What is gas? Yes, yes. That's not it. The correct response was, what is liquid? Our last category is S words. The response starts with the letter S. Remove a letter from the synonym for cunning, and you get the name of a mole-like animal with a long pointed snout. Repeat the question. Again, the category is S words. Remove the letter from the synonym for cunning, and you get the name of a mole-like animal with a long pointed snout. What is what fly? Is Can it be? The response was what is shrewd. Shrewd. Let's see how you uh, shrewd. So shrewd. All righty. You scored five out of 12. <gasps> What? Wait, we got one, though. We got one. Oh, that's right. Six. Yes. Yes, we got one. That was brutal. What happened there? I thought we were doing all right. The first Jeopardy category is Buy Me. Buy Me the Pro Max version of his newest iPhone model released in 2020. Pacific Blue Finish, please. What is the 10? Sorry, 12? the correct response was what is iPhone 12? Damn it. Our second Jeopardy category is subpoenas. In 1807, this third president became the first sitting president to be subpoenaed. Who is Jackson? Uh-oh. No, that's incorrect. <laughs> correct response was who is Thomas Jefferson? Jefferson. Today's third Jeopardy category is Cracker Jacks. This category is about people named Jack. Songs written by include Icky Thump, My Doorbell, and Seven Nation Army. It was Jack, Jack White. White. 
You're right. Our fourth category is cities of the Midwest. Have a ball at American Family Field, formerly Miller Park, in this most populous Wisconsin city. What is Milwaukee? Correct. Our next category is double vowel words. This leavened Indian flatbread that's baked in a tandoor oven is often eaten with curry. Repeat the question. Again, the category is double vowel words. This leavened Indian flatbread that's baked in a tandoor oven is often eaten with curry. What is blast? That's not it. The correct response was what is non. Non, I knew it was something like The term plumbing comes from the Latin word for this element with symbol PB. Repeat the question. The correct response was what is lead? That's it for the Jeopardy round. Time now for double Jeopardy. Our next category is horse and rider. A horseback rider throughout life, this, as I lay dying author, died from complications after a ride gone wrong. Repeat the question. Oh, she's messing up. Sorry, I'm having trouble understanding right now. It was right now. Christopher Reeves, Please I think, try right? try a little later. Maybe. I, I don't, I'm lost and confused. It seems it's, like once we did good on that first one, yeah. they got real fucking bitchy about it. Yeah, we did you know? good on the first two. We did, we, yeah, you're right, we did. We, uh, the teen and the first one, and then I, I think they ramp it up. I think, I they think you're right. I think the, all of a sudden we're getting $2,000 questions for every yeah. question. I mean, these are tough. Uh, Alexa, nobody would fucking know. Continue, Jeopardy. Welcome back to Jeopardy. You've already played all the available clues. Would you like to continue your earlier game? Yes. Let's get back to where you left off. Here, credit card Our next there? category is horse and rider. A horseback rider throughout his life, this, as I lay dying author, died from complications after a ride gone wrong. Who is Christopher Reeves? <gasps> no, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is William Faulkner. Did you know Our Faulkner? Next category is painting. In an 1871 painting, James McNeil Whistler depicted Anna McNeil Whistler. Who was this relation to the artist? What is the daughter? A mother. Good job. It's mother. Whistler's mother, right? After losing the Battle of Waterloo there, Napoleon reportedly left this country, whose capital is Brussels, in tears. Repeat the question. Again, the category is soldiering on. After losing the Battle of Waterloo there, Napoleon reportedly left this country, Whose capital is Brussels? What is here. what is Belgium? Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases You're like screw up again. "Who is" or "What is." What is Belgium? Our category is movies. The biopic "Nowhere Boy" is based on a memoir written by Julia Baird, the half sister of this Beatles. Who is Ringo Starr? Ugh. No, that's incorrect. Who's John Lennon. John Lennon. Our next Jeopardy category is a system of graft. A graft in which two plant tissues partially fuse, preserving elements of both, is named for this fire-breathing lion-goat-serpent hybrid of Greek myth. Repeat the question. 
Again, the category is a system of grafts, a graft in which two plant tissues partially fuse, preserving elements of both, is named for this fire-breathing lion-goat-surface hybrid of Greek myth. What is a dragon? What? Sorry, the correct response was what is chimera. Oh, my Your God. final category is TNT. The response starts and ends with T and has an end in between. This slang term that originated in the 21st century can describe someone who's inebriated or super excited. Repeat the question. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is. Repeat the question. Again, the category is TNT. This slang term that originated in the 21st century can describe someone who's inebriated or super excited. What is explosive? I don't know. That's not it. The correct response was what is turned. What? All right, what? Let's see what? How you did All right. You've got four clues <gasps> out of 12 today. Jesus. God. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. So we got. Ten six four. You skipped yeah. two days this week. Would you like to catch you up on those clues? Yes, I said. You still have two days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes, please. Here are your clues. I was playing hardball. The first Jeopardy category is musical idioms to my ears. Thanks for speaking up. Now I can hear you clear as this percussion instrument that uses a clapper to make it sound. What is a bell? Yes. Let's get down and dirty, Rufus. Channel yourself. Our jeopardy category is first names the same. Sitcom moms Parsons and Harris share this first name. Repeat the question. Again, the category is first names the same. Sitcom moms Parsons and Harris share this first name. What is Jim? What? No, the correct response is what is a cell? Your third category is round the world. The response includes the word round. It's the residential word for a circular building used to store and repair locomotives. What is a roundabout? What is roundhouse? Oh my God, shut Our up. fourth category is businesses. This fast food chain made a whopper of a change in 2021 when it introduced a new logo resembling its 1980s design. What is a Burger King? Yes, that's correct. Wow. Your next Jeopardy category is shedding light. Your flashlight may require a D battery, a size of this kind of arid sounding cell battery. Repeat the question. Again, the category is shedding light. Your flashlight may require a D battery, a size of this kind of arid sounding cell battery. What is alkaline? No. Dry. The correct response is what is dry cell. Dry Our next cell. category is on the subject. After four decades, Carly Simon revealed that Warren Beatty is the subject of this song's second verse. What is your so vain? Good job. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Our next Jeopardy category is history. This first constitution of the United States was written in 1777 and ratified in 1781. Repeat the question. 
Again, the category is history. This first constitution of the United States was written in 1777 and ratified in 1781. What are the Articles of Confederation? Correct. God damn, dude. She was the first black woman to read a poem at a presidential inauguration, reciting on the pulse of mourning for Bill Clinton in 1993. Who is Maya Angelou? The next category is Chicken Nuggets. Mm-hmm. A franchise was born in 1993 when 101 inspirational stories were arranged in a book titled Chicken Soup for This. What is the soul? Yes, that's it. The next category is Antarctica. Vivian Poop was the first person to cross Antarctica via the South Pole and was joined along the way by this first man to reach Everest Summit. We'll repeat the question. Again, the category is Antarctica. Name? Vivian Poop was the first person to cross Antarctica via the South Pole and was joined along the way by this first man to reach Everest Summit. Who is McMahon? That's incorrect. The correct response was who is Edmund Hillary. Edmund Hillary. God damn it. How did I not know that? I remember it now. At the end of this Rat Pack movie, Brian reads his letter to Mr. Vernon while Don't You Forget About Me plays. What is The Breakfast Club? Yes, that's correct. Our last category is disinformation. The response starts with DIS. The download records set in 2020 by this voice chat app can be linked to the popularity of the social deduction game among us. What is Discord? Yes, that's correct. All right, let's we see pulled that out of the it. fucking fire. Well, yeah, yeah. Got eight of twelve. There's just Jesus. one thing. Do I have to catch up on those? Yes. Here, the Breakfast Club made me want to smoke weed. By the way, when I was a kid. Really. Yeah, you ever seen it? The first Jeopardy category is Asian history. The Geneva Accords of 1954 split this country at the 17th parallel. It would be reunited in 1976 with Hanoi as the capital. What is Vietnam? You're right. The category is baseball museums. This Cincinnati Reds player is nicknamed Charlie Hustle. Repeat the question. Again, the category is baseball nicknames. This Cincinnati Reds player is nicknamed Charlie Hustle. Who is Pete Rose? Yes, that's it. The next category is road trip to the same named place. Keep your drive weird on I-35 as you go from this Texas city to the Minnesota city with the same name. Nice. The fourth Jeopardy category is toys and games. Chris Wiggs created this alliteratively named doll who was originally small enough to slip into the compartment of a pair of pants. Repeat the question. Again, the category is toys and games. Chris Wiggs created this alliteratively named doll who was originally small enough to slip into the compartment of a pair of pants. What is a beanie baby? (sighs) That's not it. The correct response was who is Polly Pocket? Never heard Our of next Polly Jeopardy Pocket. category is numbers. It's the number of rectangular pieces in the standard Hershey's milk chocolate bar. What is 16? Uh, That's not it. The correct response was what is 12? Uh, Our category is Oreo. 
The response includes the letters O, R, I, A, L, in that order. This word describes someone with the qualities of a university instructor. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Orion. This word describes someone with the qualities of a university instructor. Please give your response, or I can skip this clue. Which would you like? She quit? Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Welcome back what to Jeopardy. You've already played all the available clues. Would you like to continue your earlier game? Yes. Let's get back to where you left off. Your sixth category is Oreo. The response includes the letters O, R, I, A, L, in that order. This word describes someone with the qualities of a university instructor. What is the editorial? No, the correct response is what is professorial? Professorial. Your next Jeopardy category is opera song. I haven't heard that word. Largo El Factotum is sung by Figaro, the title character of this Rossini opera, as he makes his way on stage for the first time. What is the Barber of Seville? Yes, that's correct. God damn, Zigzag. This category is 17th century lit. This philosopher was all sizzle when he envisioned a scientific society of perfection in the new Atlantis. Who is Bacon? You're right. The next category is medical abbreviation. A UTI is a urinary tract infection. A URI is this kind of infection, like the common cold. What is respiratory? Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is. What is respiratory? Excellent. Our 10th Jeopardy category is around the world. The name of this newest and largest territory of Canada means our land in the Inuit language of the Institute. What is Saskatchewan? Ah. The response is what is Nunavut. Okay. Today's 11th Jeopardy category is large and in charge. A giant killer crocodile terrorizes the townspeople in this Bill Pullman movie that shares its name with a lake in New York. Repeat the question. Again, the category is large and in charge. A giant killer crocodile terrorizes the townspeople in this Bill Pullman movie that shares its name with a lake in New York. What is Hudson? Sorry, the correct response is what is Lake Placid. Ah. The last Jeopardy category is colorful language. Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam ended one of these colorful regulations in 2018, allowing liquor stores to open on Sundays. What is a blue law? Let's see how you did today. You scored seven out of 12 clues. Seven. You've already played all the clues this week. Come back tomorrow for... Woo! What was our average, dog? Oh, I can't hear you, Rufus. I still can't hear you. Oh shit. oh, shit. Can you hear me now? now? You know. Seven. Seven. The lowest. The lowest. Ugh. That was our weekly average, or that's our total average now? Average for this game. All right. What is our total average overall? Oh, shit. I don't even know how to do that. 
You take the weekly average and multiply it by. I mean, I know how to do it. I'd, oh, okay. Not in the uh, spreadsheet. Oh, you mean not in the spreadsheet? I hear you. Seven. Okay. You know what? We're gonna have to live with it. It's still above fifty percent. We. You know what? We both admitted that we're not feeling that great for tonight's show. This is true. I ate a lot of Mexican food earlier. I'm a little out of it, so I'm going to go ahead and blame it on that. I don't know what your excuse is, but uh, I'm going to say that it's acceptable as well. Fine, sir. I'm tired. I've got a piss like a racehorse, so that probably played a role. That probably did not help. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag Rufus. This is Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow! Did you say this is Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow? I think he did. No. (laughs) This is Zigzag saying, ow, ow, ow. Well, we're going to have to listen back and see if that's what I really did, because that would mean I really am out of it, folks. <laughs> we're both out of it. I think Jeopardy proved that we're out of it. I think it did, too. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, check us Monday, 7 Eastern, 7, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, for the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. This is Zigzag saying, ow, ow, ow. It's Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. <laughs>